Hello, and welcome to A Long River in the Wild, a podcast looking at community initiatives, education, and healthcare in rural North Central Pennsylvania. Throughout this series, we sit down with local changemakers to discuss their work in the region, in the hopes that we can better understand the complex challenges they face, as well as the strengths of these small communities. My name is Rihanna Hippler. I'm currently a second-year medical student at Sydney Kimmel Medical College, Thomas Jefferson University. I'm part of the Physician Shortage Area Program, which aims to take individuals from rural areas and return them to rural areas to practice as doctors. I grew up in north-central Pennsylvania in the mountains of the Pennsylvania Wilds, which curve along the valley of the West Branch Susquehanna River. We're about 45 minutes from Williamsport, home to the Little League World Series, or a little over an hour from State College, where Penn State University is. Homan's on a mountain half an hour from the towns of Renova, Lock Haven, and Jersey Shore, in a little place called Haneyville. My older brother Noah and I were raised in the same house that my dad and his four siblings grew up in, which his parents built out from an old bunkhouse. My dad still lives there. Feel free to visit and say hi. He gets lonely sometimes. For elementary school, we went to Lock Haven Christian School, which is no longer in operation, but was located in downtown Lock Haven as part of the First Baptist Church at the corner of Church and Vesper Street. Due to financial difficulties, in middle school we transferred to the public system. Since we were on the eastern side of Route 44-664, where Clinton and Lycoming County meet, we ended up attending the Jersey Shore Area School District. I left high school in 2009 after 10th grade to attend college at Bard at Simons Rock. Luckily, I was able to transfer back my first year of college for a high school equivalency, so I am a Jersey Shore senior high school graduate. Thanks to Mr. Willits for helping me with that process. I transferred to Brandeis University after my first year at Simons Rock and graduated in 2013 with my BS in Health, Science, Society, and Policy. During my time at Brandeis, I had become interested in a career in the health field, specifically nurse midwifery. After graduation, I planned to work, volunteer as a birth doula, and finish up a few prerequisite classes before applying to an accelerated nursing program. My first job after graduation was as a clinical research assistant working with podiatric surgeons, completing studies related to wound healing, vascular health, and diabetes, along with tangential topics. I loved the patients. I loved their stories. I did not love the distance research had from making an impact on improving clinical care, and I was frustrated by the surgical bent of the clinic, and I was worried that I wouldn't be able to change anything from within such a beast of a system. At the same time, I had attended a number of births and really loved getting to know the families and be there with them during such a transitional and transformational period of their lives. However, from seeing midwives in practice, I wasn't as interested in the one-off relationships that seemed to be possible in urban hospitals, nor did I see a future in more independent home-based practice. So I decided to apply to basic research jobs and see if a PhD seemed more in line with my interests. I got a job as research assistant in a lab looking at antibiotic resistance in bacteria and was eventually transferred to another lab that studied immune reaction to bacterial infections in a human tissue model. My PIs, or principal investigators, were so supportive and caring and really made me reconsider medicine as they were pediatricians. Shout out to Sam and Lael. 
Around the same time, I read Caring for the Country by Dr. Howard Rubinowitz, who started the PSAP program at Jefferson. He is now an advisor on this project. But his book made me realize that the type of impact I wanted to have, the type of life I wanted to live, was still possible. And through reading stories of rural family doctors, I came back to the idea of doing something in the medical field. I put together the best pros and fewest cons from the list of careers I had tried out mentally. Midwife, professor, pastor, social worker, physical therapist, politician, researcher, and made a life in a region similar to where I grew up seem possible. I wanted to be involved in a small community and create opportunities for others, but I also wanted to make a difference in people's lives day to day. I wanted to encourage positive change and self-examination in others while also challenging myself to think bigger and do more. I wanted to be in a place where I could walk out my door and see tree-covered mountains or a river and not have to deal with four-plus hours per day of rush hour traffic. Since leaving in 2009, quite a few things have changed back home with the fracking boom and now lull, growth of the major employer first quality, declining K-12 student enrollment and school changes, and hospital acquisitions, mergers, and affiliations that have shifted the local landscape. From a national perspective, rural seems to either be treated as idyllic or backwards, and after the 2016 election, so many think pieces have come out to explain the rural psyche. I don't want to paint a picture one way or the other, but rather I hope to represent the complexities of this particular place that I love, the strengths of the people and the beauty of nature, and see what could be improved and how people are actually working towards improving it. Environment is a major contributor to health outcomes, and as medical students, we learn about all of these social determinants of health, but rarely do we hear stories from people who are trying to change things within a community. The types of things I care about and think a lot about are housing affordability, neighborhood safety, job opportunities and security, insurance, including medical, dental, and vision, and educational quality, as well as fostering of lifelong learning. If I want to return to my home region, or a rural town similar to it, I will likely be learning about all of these elements. This project feels in part very selfish, because it has me examining the health of a community, how their schools are, how the healthcare system works locally, what organizations are pushing for improvements. Most of these interviews were done over a few weeks in the summer of 2019 between my first and second year of medical school. Driving around back home without GPS felt so right. Having conversations with a shorthand of a commonplace in history was great. Dreaming about being a part of these communities created feelings that don't really have an English equivalent. Nostalgia for the possibilities, which will never be. Hope to be a part of something bigger than myself. So I don't know whether I will end up back here, but I hope that through this project I can at least shed light on some of the great things going on, the challenges facing the region, and the people who are working to make life better in our neck of the woods. Thank you for joining us today. Please subscribe for future episodes and find us on Facebook or Instagram at Along a River in the Wilds. Additionally this week, we would like to promote upcoming tours in Lock Haven. On Friday the 11th and Saturday the 12th, join Lou Bernard at Highland Cemetery at 7 p.m. for a great historical tour. Donation is $5 and all proceeds benefit the Highland Cemetery. 
Also on Saturday the 12th, there's a Ghosts and Legends of Central PA event being held at the Ross Library from 1 to 2 p.m. with Norman Hauser of Belfont. And stay tuned for a future episode featuring Lou, where we talk about local history and folklore. For more shows like this, check out The Homecomers or any of the Strongtown Network shows, including Strong Towns, It's the Little Things, or Upzoned. We would also like to thank the Jefferson Humanities Department and Scholarly Inquiry Track, including Megan Bowler, for supporting this work creatively. Additionally, I would like to thank my advisors, Dr. Rabinowitz and Dr. Motley. All views expressed in the show are my own and do not represent my university or any other organization. <laughs>